Shakers with Only Way on Victory 91.5. It's Keith with our general manager, Ray Haynes. He's been in studio this morning teaching on Pentecost and the Pale Horse. Make sure you go to our Victory Facebook page. You can click the link there to listen live as well on victory.radio. And that's where all your uh, your notes are going to be as well. The notes will be on, on the blog, blog.victory.radio. And all these live breaks I'll put on our podcast, which you can either get on the More Music app or on our website where it says podcast up there and you can listen on any phone, your computer, whatever works for you. You know, the more music app has struggles on some Androids. So mm-hmm. one of the ways to beat that is by using the, uh, the radio uh, on the website. And so we've been talking about Pentecost. We've been talking about the pale horse. We've been talking about fire. And you've got the studio nice and chilly this morning. <laughs> I do. This is a test to see how anointed you are. It is a little chilly in here, but I've even it's coffee with Corey. And yes. you know, coffee is hot. So and you and you get you get going in the morning, you know? You what gotta, you gotta do? <laughs> to stay awake, right? So let's talk about the Reaper here. Why does the fourth seal in the pale horse occur on Pentecost if it does? Uh, The Bible says this in Revelation 6 about the fourth one. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. So there are four offerings or sacrifices. Sacrifices are taking the place of you dying. That's the whole point of the sacrifice. They're the ultimate judgment. So what I want you to think about is look for the contrast here when you see the offerings of the Old Testament at Pentecost. And this fourth horseman is killing by sword, famine, plague, and wild beasts. There are also four things here. So look at it's life or death, and it's Jesus or destruction. So if we are looking at this glimpse of this fourth horse and what's about to come out on the earth is even worse than what we've been through before, here's a little bit of why that is. So first of all, let's talk about that sword, and which would coincide with the first offering of Pentecost, which is the burnt offering. So you have the sword, which is the word, the law. If you notice, sword, word, law, they all kill. (laughs) And this relates to the burnt offering because, see, it's all burned. You don't get to share in that or eat in it or anything. The life and death of Jesus perfectly accomplished the will of God. He had to die. Uh, The second here is famine. Now, if you notice that at Pentecost, you have a little bit of everything as part of the sacrifice, including bread. Says in John 6, for the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven, gives life to the world. And Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. In other words, he's saying, you don't have to fear death. You don't have to fear anything. I've got you. So famine relates to the Pentecost meal offering of leavened bread that's waved. It's got flour, frankincense, oil, and salt. And it represents an unblemished life, not from salvation, but from the indwelling Holy Spirit leading you to repentance. You are made from the finest flour. You're holy from the blood of Jesus, but you are leavened. You are overcoming sin daily. The fourth of the plagues or the things that are killing in the fourth horseman are these wild beasts, right? I'm sorry, the third we're up to, which is plague. And it relates to the sin offering because it's for the remission of sin. First you have salvation, then the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It has to be in that order. The Bible said in Acts 2 when Jesus uh, 
had poured out the Holy Spirit, and Peter stepped up and began preaching. He looked at them pretty seriously and said, Jesus, whom you crucified, and he told them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it is a gift, and so Jesus is the answer to plague. He's always the answer to plague because he's the answer to sin. Sin is the greatest plague. Now, wild beasts, this is an interesting thing that comes on the world. That relates to the fellowship or peace offering because Jesus became our peace or our substitute. It's interesting when people are afraid they do desperate things, even eating roadkill. Yeah, Exodus 22. When people, uh, you are to be my holy people, so do not eat the meat of an animal torn by wild beasts. Throw it to the dogs. See, when people get desperate, they do weird things. When people trust God, they walk in peace and provision. I will grant peace in the land, and you will lie down, and no one will make you afraid. I will remove wild beasts from the land, and the sword will not pass through your country. It was a promise of Leviticus 26. So a question, why does God give his church this warning or this glimpse or this preview before this fourth horseman comes one day in the end times? Well, Pentecost was when the words of the Holy Spirit poured out of the mouth of his church. The fruit of their lips was praise and the gospel which led to revival. In Acts 2, Peter showed no fear, no hiding, no denying, no going fishing because it's about the harvest. You will choose fear or you'll choose faith that's why the spirit of fear is here right now and taking as many prisoners as possible because the great harvest is about to come what coincides with this fourth horse is the pouring out of the holy spirit and that is revival the focus on pentecost is on wheat you know there's lots of sacrifices but in terms of grain it's wheat and they brought the first fruits of all of their crops. There were seven of them at Pentecost. Wheat, barley, which came from Passover, grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives, and dates. If you notice, there's seven gifts and seven fruits of the Holy Spirit. Leviticus 23 says this, When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and for the foreigner residing among you. I am the Lord your God. Now, can I just tell you, no matter what happens, if things get rough again as they did early on this year, that scripture alone should remind you, do not hoard. Do not go panic and crazy and leave nothing for the poor or the foreigner residing among you. The Lord God said, stop thinking like that. Pentecost is the day the Holy Spirit came upon believers gathered together. What happens when the Holy Spirit comes into your life? You manifest the fruit of the Spirit. The fourth horseman and the Feast of Weeks are fulfilled in the empowering of the church to bring the harvest of the gospel and the end times harvest by Jesus. In Revelation 20, you see this harvest. I looked and there was, before me was a white cloud and seated on the cloud was one like the Son of Man with a gold crown on his head and sharp sickle in his hand. That's Jesus. The time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he was seated on the clouds, swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. That's kind of a cool picture. Jesus on a cloud with a sickle. Notice the fourth horseman rides, and it's all bad, but there's also God, the Lord, the Lamb, opening the seal, and that means there's good. The fourth creature has the face of an eagle. He's the one who announces the fourth seal, and God uses the 
eagle imagery when he speaks about delivering them in Exodus 19. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. So he compares himself to that eagle. God protects us like an eagle protects its young. In a desert land, he in a desert in a desert land he found him in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up his nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him. No foreign god was with him. So again, this eagle is also. He wants us to come to be like a mother eagle who is stirring up those that come after us to do the dangerous thing. They actually toss them out of the uh, nest and they have to fly. And that's, in a real sense, what we do with each other is we challenge arpen, iron sharpens iron. God renews us like an eagle is renewed also. Isaiah 40, even youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not be faint. If you wonder, why am I going through this? Well, a lot of times it's to strengthen your wings. God gives a serious warning to what will happen in the end if you choose ungodly leaders. And this probably is the most important of all the eagle scriptures that go with this fourth horseman. Put the trumpet to your lips. An eagle is over the house of the Lord because the people have broken my covenant and rebelled against my law. Israel cries out to me, our God, we acknowledge you, but Israel has rejected what is good. An enemy will pursue him. They set up kings without my consent. They chose princes without my approval. With their silver and gold, they made idols for themselves to their own destruction. They sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. The stock has no head, it will produce no flower. Were it to yield grain, foreigners would swallow it up. That's Hosea 8. So, Part of what is happening, and I think in our world, we're, we're in some states, you're certainly seeing that uh, the election of certain leaders has led to the destruction of the people, the, suffer, the greater suffering of the people. And that's one of the things you start to discover even more as this fourth horseman pours forth the judgment that he has. So that's where we're at coming up is um, we're going to start looking as in, in specifically within Pentecost how you receive the Holy Spirit, what that looks like to you today. Make sure you check out blog.victory.radio as well as victory.radio and get all the podcast section of that website and be able to listen to past breaks. And we're going to have all of those up uh, pretty soon after. We've got a little bit, a couple more breaks left to bring it home. Ask and it will be.